Lime, duh. Uh, 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 uh. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, let's do it again, baby. Hello. Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Oh, I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. WWE Champion Jinder Mayo. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid, so sometimes... A.K.A. the modern day Goof Haraja! Yeah! Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby! Ba- uh, what, what happened? Uh, just, sorry, hold on, there's a, there's a sensor in the lights. Anosh, what the oh, fuck, man? Right. This sometimes happens to me when I'm in the bathroom for too long. <laughs> this is like classic Anosh. Okay, it turns off. Obviously. Go, go. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Don't, no, Newman! What? Oh. No! No, what the fuck, man? Let's do this right here, right now! Yeah, Come on! This guy's obviously fucking dangerous, man. You're the cow hunter? Come on! Cow champ right here! Let's do it! Yeah, yeah. Hey, get, get. Ah. Ah. got attacked in studio by the man known as the cow hunter. Ugh. It's not going to stop us from doing this podcast. Right, Newman? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to go. This has to stop. Let's go. Come on. Let's record. Look, come on. We just got to keep going. All right. Look, everyone, you can leave us a voicemail at uh, 316 530 uh, 2429316 <laughs> 530-2429 uh, Blow my mind Gabba gabba wee Gabba gabba wee Gabba gabba gay Alright Alright uh, For new listeners This is not normally how this podcast begins um, I'm the cow heavyweight champion And um, There's a man I'm certain he's a man, even though he's a masked man, mm-hmm. uh, calling himself the Cow Hunter online on our Facebook page. You can check out our Facebook page, by the way, uh, if you want to be, you know, part of the 4D Cow Experience. Yeah. Where the, the podcast is part of the part of it, but the Facebook page is another part of it. So make sure to join that. Um, and uh, we got live threads for Raw SmackDown. Anyway, I'm the Cow Champion, and this guy's been stalking me on the cow, on the in the Facebook page, and he's coming in here attacking me, and I think he wants to run. At the title, and uh, frankly, I'm open to it. I'm open to challenge. He's strong. This guy's this fucking. Guy, sh- this I, guy is. Uh, I. He's so much bigger than I remember because he attacked us. This is the second time, and he's so much bigger than I remember him being. It's like almost like he got bigger. Yeah. In I, the time, it's like I don't. He probably might have. I don't know. He's oh, definitely. God. Anyway, I mean, 
Okay, look, whatever. Anyway, so if you're new to this podcast, it's not normally how it goes. You can check out past episodes. Okay. Anyway, we got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling and uh, you can get access to our bonus archives, tons of bonus episodes. We got full 2018 of bonus episodes. We review old pay-per-views, uh, dissect movies with professional wrestlers in them and other awesome, a lot of Star Wars talk and a lot of Game of Thrones talk uh, on there. Some of our best work is on the Patreon and if you want to show the support the show for a couple bucks, that's the best way to do it. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Um, you can also pick our t-shirts prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians wrestling right now I think like for the next week there's 20% off t-shirts that uh, includes all of our uh, all those are official cow shirts um, yeah also the cow mania match from April 6th I'm going to be releasing that on Monday on YouTube I'll put it up in the Facebook page on on uh uh, for everyone to see, because there's things in it that I want to talk about that I want everyone to be able to see before yeah. we spoil. And I think uh, the patrons have had a nice long preview of it. Yeah. Um, and don't worry, there's going to be more content coming for you guys to reward you for uh, being part of this uh, podcast <coughs> and supporting this podcast. Hold on. <sighs> LaCroix, man. More than just a drink for us here. Yeah. It literally is like a lifesaver. It's, uh, yeah, now, yeah, literally a lifesaver. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, you could, ch- uh, you, uh, that's gonna be going up live on Monday. Also, our second cow lifestyle episode, which also, the response has been amazing. I, yeah. I, I am extremely, uh, happy with how it went. Um, these episodes are coming out Monday. My thought was that we wanted to put out more content for you guys. And Monday, you're sitting around waiting for wrestling to happen. The podcast doesn't come out till Thursday. But I know what it's like to sit at a desk all day, and you're like, oh, man, I wish my podcast had another app. Well, that's what these episodes are for. The Cow Lifestyle episodes don't affect the main episode at all. They're free episodes that are not about professional wrestling, but professional wrestling sneaks its way in. Mm-hmm. It's how professional wrestling affects our lives. Yeah. So the first episode was about Newman's fitness, you know, and this next episode, episode two, is going to be about my fitness uh, journey, if you will, daddy. Uh, and uh, there'll be more, and we're going to be answering your emails. Uh, check that out on the main feed free on Monday. The response has been great. Share these with people who are not fans of professional wrestling. These episodes are uh, open for anyone. Anyway, great. Let's get into it. Tons going on Ooh, yeah. in the world of uh, pro wrestling this week. Um, so, uh, man, I don't even know where to start here yeah uh i got so much i got so much in here like this is double or nothing week aew begins on saturday night yeah so i think we're going to dedicate a lot of this episode to uh uh to aew but also our bonus episode the patreon bonus episode is going to be all things aew anything i didn't cover on this episode uh due to money in the bank coverage or whatever will be we're gonna bleed into there talking about double or nothing the card predictions spo- uh, not spoilers i don't have any spoilers <laughs> but uh i guess the only spoilers there'll be some matches um cool now i think um i think that uh where we should uh, begin, though, is just something I want to. I want to start a little bit outside of wrestling for a second, okay. and I want to talk about Game of Thrones, okay? <laughs> okay, because yeah. I always think about like part of the, you know, how wrestling affects like our uh, our our uh, right, how, how it affects our lives, you know. <sighs> Still catching my breath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a way to start a podcast. Um, uh, and I think we should post that video, Anosh, on the page so people could see what the fuck happened. Yeah, sure. I can just up, I can oh, upload yeah. it right now. Put that up. Yeah. You see um, this man attacked us. 
And maybe we can get more information. Get we can out find there. out. Yeah, his no, identity. it's a good idea. So far, nothing. So, all right. So I think about how wrestling affects my normal lives. So Game of Thrones, right? The last episode happens, right? And we right. don't need to get so deep into it. But everyone was disappointed. Yeah. But then there's another. Uh, uh, no, we can hear you eating again. I mean, come on. All right. Uh, there's another response. Hap- He's just. All right. There's another response to it where there's a wave of people being like, that sucked and they're signing a petition. Yeah. Then there's the second wave of people upset that people are upset. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, that part is like the wrestling part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's something about it where I'm like, do, do you, do, when you're posting these things, do you, do people actually have a strong opinion? Because my thought is like, hey, people didn't like it. So they're posting they didn't like it. Right. You know what I mean? But then why do you post it to begin with? And then there's the people who are like, hey, news for you. It was never a good show. Like that. <laughs> and you're like, everybody, is everybody just looking for heat, looking for an angle? Or are these people's genuine opinions? They're not people's genuine opinions. I don't think. I think right. tw- Twitter and social media is a place for people you're to- You're trumping s- it up so hard right now. I'm it's because like, I'm out of breath. It's because <laughs> yeah. I'm out of breath. Twitter, we love Twitter. It's a place. We love Twitter, don't we, folks? <laughs> Uh, Yo, that's my. That's the Trumpism that I haven't. I haven't adopted into yeah, my yeah. normal. The, we love it, don't we? We love it, don't we, folks? We love being on Twitter. We love sending tweets. Uh, so he uh, and some of the, the birds go tweet, tweet, tweet. And I'm like, I don't know if birds make that sound, but we love birds, don't we, folks? <laughs> We love birds. We love birds. We love flightless animals. All the creatures of the sea. Oh, what an insane man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, no, social media is a place for people to say things. Like it is. It, it's like their kayfabe. It's wrestling, right? Yes. It's like their kayfabe. Like because if character. I said to you face to face, if I said to you, man, I really did not enjoy that Game of Thrones, which we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, you'd probably be like, oh, I liked it. Yeah, or and that would be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody on Facebook is like, "Listen up, fuck nuts." Yeah, <laughs> I called it the whole time. The show isn't good, yeah. and when you think about it, it's one of the worst shows ever made. Actually, yeah. And you're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. like the show. It's true. This season felt extremely different. It wasn't. It wasn't particularly good, or why people like the show. Right. And it's disappointing. And every, like, and also signing a petition. Everyone's like, it's so pathetic to sign a petition. I'm like, it's just one click or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, I get it. it, it on paper, it's this that. But do people feel? Do people have any actual emotion? Like this stuff that this stuff doesn't take any. I got too much wrestling to watch. Yeah. This doesn't take up any no, capacity yeah. in my brain. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I watched Money in the Bank. And then I watched Game of Thrones. Right. You know, that's the order for me. But like, no, I think it's people who, in real life, they I'll would- i honest, I did not do that. I did watch Game of Thrones first. They would, well, I'm a bigger mark than you are. There yeah. was, uh, there, I, I, it wasn't because I, I was more excited for Money in the Bank. Me too. But I was like, I actually was excited to get Game of Thrones over oh, with. Right. I was like, I can't wait till this thing is done. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah. I, I just think that- in general, people are never as confrontational in in in, in real life, or right. or have, uh, or as or, respectful, or as like well, well, disrespectful in real life, right? Or you know what I mean, like just arrogant, disrespectful, loud mouth, uh, uh, or nor do they hold on to their, uh, nor are these opinions as strongly held as they pretend they are online. But yeah, like in real life, it would be like even if someone's like. I fucking hated it. It was the worst. My reaction would yeah. be like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, well, everyone, everyone even has like a catchphrase. They have like a rest there at the top, which is like, you know, which is like, listen up, motherfuckers. Like, right, like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, I got news for you, Jack. Yeah. And then it's like, fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, Game of Thrones was never good. I never seen more wrestling behavior yeah. than when this Game of Thrones. It's made thing. by DB Weiss, someone you idolize. <laughs> Someone you idolize. Someone who likes you, takes you under the wing. Well, no, but like so, Drogon did to uh, uh, Danny. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we I love say that. This? We love Drogon. The last thing <laughs> we love, we love dragons, don't we, folks? We have dragons. <laughs> we love wyverns. We love all kinds of flying lizards. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'll say this about John. Right, so John. Spoiler alert! Kills Danny, right? Uh, and then Drogon flies away with her body. If you murdered somebody, and a dragon f- comes and takes away the evidence, yeah, would you admit to that murder? I think he knew what happened. He just was like, "I can't kill a Targaryen," right? No, he he caught think- to it. He's like Mister Honorable. He's like Ned, right? He's like Mister Honorable, and he was like, "Yeah, I killed her," even though there was no evidence. He could have just been like the Dragonator. Look what he did to the to the throne, and then would have been scot free. Oh, you're right, because the body wasn't there. No, it's gone. God, it, it was. Look, it wasn't good. It was not good. <laughs> right. It was really bad. Like it was cool. I actually liked a lot of it on paper, right. but the execution was so flawed and rushed. Yeah. Like the cool, the, the dragon, uh, just like melting the throne. Awesome. No one, no one became. No one actually did it. It's like that, that's great. Like right. uh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, it's not what I would have done. If I made the show, the last shot would have been someone sitting on the throne. It would right. be like, for me, it would be like, uh, you know, uh, it would be like Titus when they're scrambling for that 24-7 belt. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, have yeah, something yeah. more like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It would be something where they're all in that room. They're all like a clash. I, w- I was looking for, I find that everything, every piece of, uh, uh, piece of art... We love art, we don't love we, art. people? No. We love art. We love. I was thinking how to do it, um, so I can work that in and annoy people yeah. more. Many, many people. But I, I, I find that I want things to crescendo more than they do. Yeah. Now, a lot of times it's for budget mm-hmm. reasons, and this is a time where budget did not matter. No. These guys had whatever money they wanted, and they chose to like kind of make it small in the end. Um, and I was actually, the last episode of Game of Thrones was kind of bored. But anyway, I, I, we don't need to get into deep into Game of Thrones here, yeah. but it is, everyone's behavior has been so wild on uh, on both sides. It's just social media. Yeah, there's good people on both sides. Uh, there's um, Well, in this case, that is true. Yeah. No, you're, it's all, just, you're all great. It's just, it's just online chest puffery and and just bravado that does not exist in the, in those people in real life. So do you my here's my question to you. Do you think the fact that we watch wrestling, that fact that I'm like such a wrestling mark and I watch people working crowds and that that if that makes me see through this behavior? Yeah, I've said I've for for a, a ever or since am I, I just delusional and finding a way to justify my wrestling. No, I I think that if more people then this 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 pertains to politics. It pertains to whatever, right? Right. If you watch wrestling, you're just more aware of when somebody is trying to manipulate you on an emotional level into a reaction. You can see it. Where it's like, yeah. oh, you're trying to work me. Like you don't really even believe what you're saying. You're just trying to get me to react because you see it and you know the terms. Yeah. And, you know it's so yeah. Well, I think because so. I have all these combos with my wife where I'm like. That's not obvious to you, and not, right. not not to belittle my wife. Like she's a genius, right. my wife. Uh, uh, but there's times where I'm like, you don't like. 
And you're not immediately going, what's the intent? Right. You're not like going past the pageantry. Like I'm always going around what right. I'm being said. Right. You know, I, uh, uh, yeah. uh, like of just being like, all right, well, could this person possibly care about this that much? Right. To write this much of a post? No, this is for attention. Right. That's why I struggle so much with doing social media in the first place, yeah. you know, and why I have such like a kind of a fuck you approach to it, right. where it's like, I post a picture of me and my shirt off and I'm like, yo, check me out. I'm jacked. Cause right. that's what I'm doing. Right. Like, I don't, I, you know what I mean? I'm unapologetically right. being like, I'm right. jacked now. I think what happens on social media is that no matter what it is, your post is performative no matter what it is, right? It's performative. So it's if it's performative anger, it's that. If it's performative wokeness, it's that. If it's performative, but it's always default performative, because that's what social media right. is. So yeah, so just by default, any opinion that you're like so quote unquote riled up about, you have to post. And I do it all the time. I talk shit about things on Twitter. It's performative. Yeah. You know, I would. I. I mean, I'm a kind of an asshole. I would say a lot of this stuff to these people's faces, but I think in general, yeah, it's just performative and. To tie it back into wrestling, uh, my main problem with Game of Thrones this season is that this is a fantasy world. We have things like a a, a prince that was promised, right? A prophecy. Right. We have people who can survive fire. We have people that can drive dragons. And like, it seems like they do what WWE does right. with guys like Bray Wyatt and guys like uh, uh, Aleister Black or even like... Um, uh, Amber Moon, people with kind of like spooky-ish kind of gimmicks, they never do any of the fun stuff that seems obvious. Right. So like with Game of Thrones, it's like, it was boring. Uh, but the source material is a fantasy world where anything can happen and they don't do any fun stuff. Like we never find out if- Like why, why do shows never have the balls for like, why can't the Lord of Light show up? More magic. Like why not, right? More like, magic. Why, why not just, it just be like, and then everyone can be like, that was dumb, but at least- yeah, that no one would get mad at a big swing. No, or even like you know what? Okay, in in Avengers uh, Infinity War, yeah. the part that everyone popped for the most. Spoiler alert was when Thor, uh, like he levels up and he becomes like Lightning Thor, and he has yeah. the eyes are all fucking lightning and shit. Even though he's still fat, which yeah. I love. Well, no, he does. You know, in in uh, in Infinity War. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's yeah, fighting yeah. Hela, and like he fucking becomes yeah, like I know what you're talking about. Ultra Thor. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I rewatched it before. If Jon Snow had like, if he's the prince that was promised, if he's if he's like Azor Ahai, right? And all of a sudden he's in battle mode, and his eyes go fucking white, and he has like magic powers. People would love that. Why don't they do stuff? I, like, I don't know. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. Ah, yeah. So that's but that's my issue with also, a lot of stuff. Also, why not with, like have the fun thing of the dragon deciding who to kill? Right. John or Daenerys? Like yeah, the yeah, dragon yeah, yeah. has like more of a moral, like something like that. Yeah. Like, something badass. But it was. Uh, I mean, God, some of the writing. Uh, anyway, we're like, we can go into this. We can go to talk about this forever. What but unites people? I want to talk stories. <laughs> Uh, don't yeah. even get me started. Sorry, what sorry, about sorry, that sorry. chair fix? Like, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't good. But also, if you liked it, I don't care. Right. But I do believe people <laughs> care about wrestling. Yeah. And here's why: because wrestlers are dying in real time, right? Yeah. Like, so there, there's there's this awesome. Someone made like this half hour doc on YouTube. I wish I could plug the guy. Uh, and it's about why we like the Undertaker so much. Yeah. But like when you miss a year, uh, when we the physical toll wrestling takes on guys' bodies, uh, uh, 
uh, uh, when you like sk- they they don't get a mania main event, you're like, how many do they got? Right. You're like, how many more years does AJ have? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. He's not gonna be healthy, and you're watching people actually like their careers slip. Mm-hmm. That is like that stuff. I think actually like affects people because right. it's mortality based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, uh, uh, well, I mean, in a sense, it's like if in Game of Thrones the actors were really being killed. You know what I mean? Like when 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 yeah. when Jamie Lannister dies, Nikolai Walder Castow is dead now. Right. You know, cuz but cuz it is real. It's like reality TV in that way where these people are really getting hurt. Right. So like, that that yeah. makes you think that like because wrestling is presented as a sport. Right. In kayfabe, that it gives it that uh, that and but like athletes retire at like t- 25. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like totally young and healthy and then they start being broadcasters whatever. Yeah. But wrestling these like like Flair like like when when it ends for Triple H, he's going to be hobbling to the ring trying to bang out as many manias as he can because yeah. he doesn't want to accept it's over. That yeah. is like as heart-wrenching as it gets. Yeah. And so if they book it like shit, right? Like yeah. Like now you think about Booker T, who never got his WrestleMania moment that he should have had, mm-hmm. and you're like, he can never get it, yeah. and it's like kind of like sad, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, right. So you're like, oh, that, like for example, uh, you know, um, when we're looking at Ziggler, right, who's right. back, yeah, uh, you know, for me, Ziggler is my friend, right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so whatever, th- that's another thing, but just as even let's say the casual fan. We know he's due for something big that he hasn't gotten. Right. And he's like, you know, 38 or something. I don't know how old he is, 37, whatever. You know, like, he, how many more? We're doing the math. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lannister, you could like paint him up, you know. Hemsworth could be Thor till he dies. Right. Like, whatever, you know. Yeah, they have that fucking face swap technology now where they can make you look 20 years younger. Yeah, they make Chris Evans look like Joe Biden sitting right. on a bench. Anyway, let's talk about spoilers. We, we mentioned spoilers twice. So I got in a little trouble on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I didn't see the original one. I saw your, your redaction. Yeah, so I wrote the day after. I want to get your opinion on this. Um, It's already settled. Yeah. But I live in a, uh, it's already settled because we have UK listeners, we have people who watch events, they don't get them as readily as we do in the States, right. and some people are working, whatever. So, no reason that. We have the threads. If you want to post in the thread, we'll have a thread about uh, the pay-per-view and mm-hmm. just post in there. There's no reason I need to post in a way without spoiler alert. I agree with that. So, there's no argument here. But it's funny because I live in a world where, like, I see wrestling as, like, if you didn't watch it live, then, like... It's fair game to get spoiled. Right. As opposed to like a, a scripted show. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it's all, I mean, um, it's all over my social media. Mm-hmm. And I can rarely watch wrestling live because of stand up and stuff and shows. So, do you, uh, do, what's your relationship with wrestling spoilers? I prefer that people don't post them right away. No, obviously. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't agree with you. Right. I don't agree that... <laughs> well, I, the, I, I, I don't already agree, disagreed with myself. I don't agree that if you didn't watch it live, then tough, right? Because a lot of people can't. No, uh, I agree. My relationship with the wrestling spoilers is like, everyone I know in my life is like, they'll text me right when it happens, yeah. and I'm like, I'm, I just understand. Yeah. That's how it's always been. It's like, if I'm not watching live, it will be spoiled. Right. When it's also... And then another common argument is... 
well, then don't go online if you don't want spoilers, right? But right. that's what we call a negative injunction. You're asking me to to so that to achieve what I want, I need uh, I need to not I need to stay away from something where it would be easier and incumbent on you to not post that thing. Right. That's where it is. It's like, well, no, I, it's not that I have to avoid it. You have to not post it. Right. The negative injunction. All right. Uh, anyway, point is I'm not going to do it anymore. Which is a concept I might be getting wrong. That's fine. That's fine. I just want to get that out now. All right. We got so much to cover. Yeah. Let's move on. Let me ask you something. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I think. I know. Should we turn my head? Says put this tuna sandwich down. Okay. Was that a tuna sandwich you were eating? Turn it. No, it was a hummus and tofu wrap. Oh, okay. But well, you wanted me to turn uh, your headphones down? No, no, up, up. Yeah, I can't hear it. First time he's ever asked. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 up. It's always uh, up. Crank it, baby. I think it's, I, think I figured it. it out. I think I figured it out. It's because you've been screaming for the last. Oh yeah, you solved it. I got uh, uh, this guy didn't come to kick your fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got pushed around. No, I, a little. I saw that. That sucked. Man. You are yeah, you all right? Uh, yeah, my knee's a little scabbed up, but that's okay. All Not right. as bad as you, obviously. Yeah, and, uh, nah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm that was fine. rough, man. My was... rib really hurts. Yeah. My rib is killing me. Honestly, I don't mean to make light of it, but he fucking worked you over pretty good. Yeah, put me up in a rack. Um, yeah. All right, whatever. He's he, This guy doesn't get to dominate the pod. Yeah. So, Newman. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Super showdown coming up. Yeah. A global international pay-per-view event. Yeah. <laughs> they won't say where it is. Uh, Goldberg versus Undertaker. How am I not watching that? I mean... I'm definitely watching that match. I'm not, not. I don't care. See, well, here's the deal. Well, you don't care about it? No. Oh, Do not right. care. I, I it's going to be terrible. Yeah. But you you don't want to watch Goldberg versus The Undertaker? No. I'll see it in GIFs on Twitter. But I'm not going to spend my attention on that. Because it's Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Because you don't want to support Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Here's the deal. I already watch WWE all the time. Mm-hmm. I've done no... I didn't watch... To Crown Jewel, right, right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously uh, not. I the, when I what is the fir- we watched, I watched some Saudi event, right? What was the first one? I don't know. Uh, we watched the first one, didn't we? No, we watched one where they showed the propaganda. They showed like women can drive now. No, I didn't. It was before they killed the uh, uh, the t- Turkish journalist. Oh yeah, but I don't think I saw any of the. All right, whatever. I saw there was one before. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The first one. There was the crown. Oh, the greatest Royal Rumble. I watched that. Okay. Wait, yeah, we did what? Did we watch that? No, we watched the one in Australia. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like Goldberg versus Undertaker. Like I gotta watch. I gotta watch that. Yeah, I mean. So I'm saying like, here's what I'm saying to you: is that I'm happy to not watch it, right? Because I, I'm. But I feel like what? What am I actually doing? Yeah. So. I'm in, Am I doing anything? It's my question to you, my boycotting that. That's a good question. And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot, especially because... Uh, and You're thinking is, about getting in the oil business, I'm right? Getting, yeah, I'm an oil man. The yeah, uh, I'm an oil man. Uh, well, no, it's becoming harder for me to... So, okay, this is going to get heavy, right? But the, the Ashley Massaro situation, do you know about this? Yeah, she uh, Ashley Massaro yeah. uh, killed herself. Yes, and so she was... Uh, she, in an affidavit... When she sued right. WWE, uh, alleges that she was raped overseas uh, by service members when they were doing like a USO show, and that Vince McMahon told her 
to cover it up essentially said don't go don't come don't go public with this because it'll ruin our relationship with the the armed services and and uh you know don't let one bad thing happen Say during like a one of those uh troops yeah 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 so oh shit so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I've been re-examining sort of my relationship with WWE is because it's like, it's one thing to be like, ah, you know, I'm not going to watch this one show because it's in a country that's backward. Uh, but it's more and more shit keeps coming out. And I'm like, well, goddamn, I hope AEW is a good alternative because if it is, like, I don't know how much more I can condone McMahon and his shit. Well, I think this is a good segue into AEW, even though it's deeper than I wanted this yeah. to be. But I think it's just something a, I've been. It's like something I'm. No, I think it's wondering. A perfectly it's valid like, thing to bring up. Like I, I think it's really we, interesting. Are we complicit? And I brought in, up the moral, uh, uh, right. ethical issues here. Uh, yeah, are we complicit? Well, we know that AEW is goal is to uh, have equal pay. Yeah, you know, um, which is amazing. That's great. I uh, was talking to my friend, and I was like. He was like, oh, I was kind of admired his take because he was like talking about equal pay and and he was like, yeah, that stuff really matters to me. Like, that's a big that's a reason why I want to support them. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's really important to me. But it doesn't in my mind. I was like, that doesn't move the needle for me because I'm like, it's all about the show. Like, I'm like, it's all about the show. That should happen, and WWE should do that. But like, I'm just being like hyper honest with myself, where it's like, if they don't equal pay, am I gonna stop watching WWE? Right. You right. know. Yeah. But at the same time, should Becky be paid more than like Zack Ryder? Yes. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? I imagine she is, right? I mean, now probably, yeah. Probably now, right? Yeah. Like, I hope that you know, I, I equal pay should be a thing, right? Yeah. So. Or I don't even know what that means, equal pay. I, you know what I mean? Fair that, pay for a, the wrestler, yeah, for yeah. their talent level. Right. You know what I mean? Anyway. Um, um, yeah, so that. But I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, But then the more things come out, I'm like, oh, the more that actually, I'm actually like, yeah, like, uh, that does matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it, um, uh, uh, but but I, I'm saying AEW, they're giving you this alternative. They're calling themselves an alternative. Yeah. In those in ways, but also they're owned by Turner now, right? Mm -hmm. So they're Turner. I don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, the I don't know where's the cons monies come from. Like, I don't track all their investments. What are are the cons invested in? Like, we live in a true global economy at this point. It's hard to really be stand for anything. There's no ethical way to consume anything. It's true. At all. So it's like, oh, I I don't. It's like, oh, I'm a vegan, but then I do this, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, but I'm a vegan, but I have leather couch or whatever. You yeah. know, even that, that's like that's like the old version of where we're at now. Right. Now it's like, do you have an Apple computer? Do you have an iPhone? So right. now you're like, I'm a vegan, but I'm down with child labor for phones. Right. Who, you know, it, it makes you want to give up. Yeah. It makes you go like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. And the truth is, they're really... At a, at a low level, there really is not much that you can do. Right. Well, I mean, I think hopefully you get to that point where and it's it, like, and it affects this Goldberg Taker match. Like, yeah. what am I really doing by not watching this match that I really want to see and support the guy when it comes down to it? Was one of my heroes as like a young Jewish kid seeing like a guy that Jack. I have a sidebar. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg. As a Jew, mm-hmm. it how is he able to go to Saudi Arabia? Are they banned? Oh, I mean, if you're a celeb, it's whatever. It's a whole other thing. I think Jews could go to Saudi Arabia. You can't go to Abu Dhabi, though. Right. And I know because Sammy, I, I Sammy's also, Syrian, I don't think, I think right? So he wasn't allowed in because right. he's Syrian. 
You can I don't know how this works. We're getting here's listen, how we're I would handle it. My pay grade, here's, but yeah. I know I'm saying you can't be uh, you can't have an Israeli passport and right. go to a lot of these places, but right. you can be Jewish. Got it? Okay. Because you just don't say you're Jewish. Nothing says you're right. Jewish. On that stuff. sounds reasonable. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my what I would do if I was a, if I was in WWE, uh, I would take my uh, cues from John Cena. He's uh, he's he isn't going. He's never gonna. I don't think he's ever gonna perform in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and I I would feel comfortable being like John's not doing it. I'm not going. And I think it does come down to like solidarity on the workers' parts of like if everybody just refuses. They're not going to fire everybody. Right. They can't. They like know. Daniel Bryan doesn't, he's not going to wrestle ever in Saudi Arabia. Right. But he has the cachet to do that. Right. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It's just, it. I think what happens Should is- Should Ziggler turn down a title shot because it's in Saudi Arabia? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that it's it, it comes down to uh, things are- I just don't think I honestly would. Right. You know what I mean? Like That's I, say, fine. Yeah. I say that, I don't think I honestly would. Right. But I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. It's to me. It's a thing where you get you, you when you get to the point where you look around and everything is awful, and it's like, well, what's the point, right? Well, I think that at, in that position, you're able to see how uh, uh, what's the word like how um, constructed this whole system is of global commerce and consumption and and all this, and you start to see this is not a natural thing. It's a thing that's being created and gamed by people who can exploit the most people to get the most for them. And it really is going to take like an evolutionary leap forward on humanity. Yeah, these things part. are like industrialized and they're all like they're uh, institutionalized. Like they're all right. And, and, they're, and, yeah. At this point, these things are, are beyond like, you know, we are, I mean, you we are, Obama called Steve Jobs, right? Yeah. To be like, how do I get you to make Apple phones in America? And he's yeah. just like, you can't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like above you. I'm not, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he quote unquote died of quote unquote cancer. Uh, oh, okay. That's a step further. No, but no, I I'm guess I, I, let's put it at like a simple level. My basic consumer level, I'm damn black, just some jabroni. Uh, I mean, cow champion, but some jabroni. Am I doing anything about not watching this Goldberg Taker match? Well, I, I guess it's sort of the it's like the question of um, it's the question of the of of the desert, right? Like if you pick up a grain of sand, right? Is this grain of sand insignificant? You would say yes, maybe, right? Right. But the whole desert is made up of grains of sand. And so is one of these insignificant? Is two of them insignificant? Is three? Like how many is it before it's not insignificant? And so I think with little things like this, is just this one thing you're doing insignificant or are you just part, uh, can you see it as like part of a bigger picture of yeah. just taking a stand and not seeing and not uh, uh, patronizing uh, right. something that should be patronized? Well, I don't think I can answer is that Is the grain now. of sand insignificant is the question. Doesn't matter. Doesn't no. matter. All right. Anyway, let's get lighter. What do you say? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So um, let's. Oh man, where do we even? Where do we even begin? I think we start at Money in the Bank and let's talk about Brock Lesnar. Brock. <laughs> I mean, are we going to just talk about how he 
keeps holding the briefcase to his ear like a boombox. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> I think that's what we got to talk about. I wrote this in uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have a couple things I'm putting under something I call them the minutia report. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is I love that. I, I, so Brock takes the case. Yeah, he wins the money in the bank case. We'll, go, we'll talk about two things about this. Yeah, three things. All right, first thing is the boombox because you already brought it up. Yeah. Did anybody tell Brock like, yo, it'd be funny? Like, it'd be, did the writers go like, why don't you hold it like a boombox? And uh, Tulo, I ran that by him because he was texting me all these gifts uh -huh. of uh, videos of like what he's listening to, which were all pretty funny. Yeah. And then he was like, obviously he did it on his own. It's true. Like, do you think any writer talks to Brock at all? I don't uh, think so at all. No, I <laughs> mean, I think that was his idea. He just he just had it in his hand. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah, it definitely felt that way. And you know what? I kind of am. I like this sort of lighter Brock Lesnar where yeah. he's sort of goofy because he's like smiling and well, like I don't even think I don't see it as it is goofy yeah but I think it's more like uh, the ultimate fuck you right like I think it's like yo fuck you I know you all are sick of me you hate me like I don't care I'm like haha look at me listening to this briefcase I got my briefcase pointing to it like ooh yeah and like, oh, like people God. like people still hold boom boxes yeah, like that yeah yeah by the way boom boxes I um um I was uh, I, uh, Jamie opened up for Chappelle one time. Did uh -huh. I say this on here ever? Mm -mm. He had a boombox that was a Bluetooth boombox, but looks just like it. Literally, still has a cassette player on it, like a block rocker. Yeah, yeah. But it's hooked up to his. It's Bluetooth. Oh, it's amazing. And he was just carrying it around the like because <laughs> the club everyone was cleared out, and he was just hanging there chilling. Yeah. And he just like was. I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's, I, it was so that's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> Just like it's like instead of like a Bose, like it's, it would be crazy if he was just carrying around a little Bose it speaker was, and was, playing it out loud. The fact that it's a giant boombox, I want to say it was four foot long. That's crazy. the length was like four foot, at least three feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it should be in front of a thing of linoleum with people breakdancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was huge. It was yeah. like big silver, two yeah. speakers on the side. A classic look, but Bluetooth. Wow. I mean, that and it had awesome. a tape deck. Uh, Why? For just for the look, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, and this thing cranked. I bet it was way too loud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, uh, anyway, uh, whatever. Say, but uh, he was holding it when he he moved it from the green room to the main room when everyone was gone, and then he held it uh, like fucking <laughs> like yeah. Tribe Called Quest. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's so people. Are, anyway, cause I'm saying that because people were like, "Oh, people don't do that anymore." It's a dated thing. I was like, I, I think that's something like people get that. Yeah. Holding a boombox up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if they didn't, then there wouldn't have been a million memes with the music. It was great. Brock is magic. He understands this business. It's this. It's just like this kind of thing where you're like, you're like, guys, I know you're sick of Brock or whatever, but like, Ali wasn't going to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> like, and he should. Right. He should have taken it, put it up to his ear and been cool. Like, these... Uh, there's like a coolness to Brock. It's almost an anti-cool, honestly. Yeah. Where he just fucking works. I also wish he talked more. I hope he would do. He's not bad on the mic, mm -hmm. and it just it doesn't. He doesn't even have to be. I know Heyman's an amazing mouthpiece, but there's times I'm like I love when he takes the mic. Yeah, I don't give a shit about your kids. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> or when he told Paul Heyman you're Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Because you're Jewish, right? You're <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> He's just trying to be funny. 
He clearly just doesn't want any. The reason he doesn't speak is because he doesn't. He doesn't want me involved in the creative right. at all. Yeah, yeah, just bare minimum. Yeah, he, they don't give him any script. They, they, he sits there. They tell him in four seconds what the spot is. He doesn't follow any of it. You work around him, right? It, you know what I mean? Like you're like, all right, like there's some improvisers. Like when you perform with them, you're like, all right, we just work around him. Right. You know? Um, I mean, I'll say this. I'm excited for this feud. Between, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's him and uh, or it's him and Kofi or him and, right. and Seth, because I know what Brock means to the company and that they are probably more than willing to give him one of those belts, right. no questions asked. It now becomes like, oh shit! Like I don't want to see Seth lose it, and I don't want to see Kofi lose it, and now right. I'm I'm invested. Well, the opening to Raw was hot, man. Yeah, it was hot. So, um, it, and the numbers, the viewership was up, and um, yeah. So let, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about, uh, uh, the justification here. Like, so Sammy lost his spot, right? Right. What happened again? Ron beat him up? No. Here's the thing is that I thought, so Hunter blamed it on Braun, kicked him out. It wasn't Braun. Uh, I thought it was Brock who did that. Right. But then Paul, in Paul Heyman's promo, he sort of, he indicated that it wasn't even Brock who did it. Yeah. Which makes it seem like it's like part of the story that they're gonna like flesh out. That's not gonna happen. But it's so, not gonna happen. So what they did enough work where Money in the Bank worked, right? right? There was a spot open. Brock came in, take it. You're like, all right, we know tomorrow night. Then Heyman is like, oh, oh there's this, people say it's a conspiracy going on. He's comparing it to JFK, and he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We have we snuck Brock in the back door. You sneak Brock, and it's like you can't sneak Brock anywhere. You think Brock's sneaking around? This was like all orchestrated. Then you're like inside job. Yeah. So you're like. What? And then again, this goes back to my thing, which is like, who makes these decisions? Because then like Triple H made a decision on Raw or something. He was like, he made a decision. It was like, hey, Sammy, you're you're wrestling some. I forgot. He's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. You're wrestling. Um, was it Braun? No, I think he talked to Seth and Kofi. and was like, oh, you have a match right. tonight. You're wrestling uh, like McIntyre and Lashley or whatever the fuck it was. You yeah. know? And you're like, oh, okay. So, all right. So Triple H is in charge. Right. But then there's Vince. Who does what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the implication that that Heyman was making was that... Well, also, Triple H can't be bothered. He's, like, on the phone. Right. And so he's on the phone, and you're like, oh, okay, so don't you want to see this, like, a command center during Raw? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how I'm always saying to see the right? writer's room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gorilla is the command center. It exists. Why not kayfabe Gorilla? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they don't make certain decisions, but I think that, like, didn't... Did Hunter? Well, don't you want to see Vince? I yeah. I can't believe they've never done that. Like Vince with the headset on as part of story. Yeah. Obviously, like like literally, the only thing they do is like he can work how he normally does, and then when the light goes on, he hits kayfabe and he starts going like, "Shit, all right, fine, yeah, give him the match, yeah." Like that would go a long way as opposed yeah. to when he comes out and then it's like kind of weird and manic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like dirty shit where it's like he's like he's caught he's like rush the count, damn it, or whatever. Right. Or like he's like you know trying to like book on his on the fly for himself. Uh, but was the implication that because he wears too many hats? Yeah. Was the implication that Paul Heyman does have somebody on the inside who was like. No, we're going to get Brock in there. Right, but they keep doing that. Remember, like, Charlotte got a title shot for Asuka right before, and they were like, right. who did that? I guess it was Vince. Yeah. She has a couple insides. It's like, so they're they're, they're they're doing that, like, best for business thing always. Mm -hmm. But there's no selling of it where it was, when they did it with Orton, it was beautiful. They were like, 
the whole McMahon family would come out with Orton and just be like, look at this fucking piece. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, Daniel Bryan is gross. Like, yeah. this guy, look at him. We want him. Yeah. You know? Uh, but like now they're like kind of doing that, but there's just no structure to these shows. But I'm repeating myself over and over, but it's like, okay, so Brock, well, it's another almost thing where it's like he's added, we're fine with it right. because we accept the case. But this is where AEW can really, really fuck with WWE mm-hmm. is make your show make sense. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like this comes from doing improv forever or whatever, where you do a scene that's like funny, but has holes in it. Right. And the audience likes it. They're like, yeah, that was a funny show. And they don't even know why they didn't like it that much. They don't know why. So like a lot of people are like, ah, yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was good. You don't know. You're not exactly sure you like it. And it's like, oh, the reason that you don't like love it is because it didn't totally lock in. It didn't click. It didn't make total sense. Right. And then you do a scene that makes perfect sense. You give a great justification for something outlandish. Right. And then it makes perfect sense or enough sense. Mm-hmm. If AEW can like make their show make sense. Yeah. Which they're on track to do. Like wins and losses will help them make sense. Acknowledging that wrestling is a sport even though it is scripted unless mm-hmm. they go too far with the sports. Right. They're they're set to do it. They have Cody already. They already have a Vince character, right? Who has like insane lineage, and, you know. Uh, they got Tony Khan. Work him in, you know. They have a lot going for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the cons, I mean, it's like you could do angles where it's like, you know, we're pulling the funding if you don't blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot you can work with. Talk about money. Make it make sense. Everything's money. Now, what makes sense is money. SmackDown's offering me more money. Yeah. What makes Shane, like, uh, you know, uh, that's it. Like, the titles (laughs) that, you know, I already saw on Being the Elite. I was watching Being the Elite. The, the, elite. Elite. They are, like, yeah, they do those, like, mailbox things. And they're like a mailbag, and they're like, "Oh, how many titles are you gonna have?" We're gonna. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna have like I don't know three. Uh-huh. Like they're gonna have a couple so that they matter. And when they change hands, it's gonna be like a big deal." And you're right. like, "It, it matters. I yeah. want to see if they show me. They, they have a real opportunity. I, I, I was, I, I'm very excited for AEW, especially after the stuff I'm watching. The TNT deal. They have Chris Jericho. They, they have the Bucks. I mean, the stuff's obvious, but." The TV deal really took yeah. it to that next level. Yeah. Where you're like... It, it guarantees I'm going to watch. Uh, yeah, so we have Brock. So, uh, yeah, Brock looming as, like, the predator, the guy with the case. He's it's so fun. He's a good guy for the case. Um, yeah, and, and that is... Look, you could say, like, like Jericho put out a tweet that was like, oh, yeah, another, like, old guy with the case. It's like, sorry, a lot of these other guys are... These other guys, they're they're being made by the case. That's but that's Jericho working. Yeah, of course. He probably texted He's a genius. Yeah, yeah. He by probably, the way, yeah. I know I'm jumping all over the place. The fucking coffee's hitting me. Yeah. But I want to say that I've had this thought over and over in my head, like just popping in my head, where I go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, I think right now the best wrestler is Chris Jericho. I, I yeah, of right? course. Yeah. Or no? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's me, me, and was it Ireland when we were pushing so hard for. Jericho to be higher up on well, the summit. Well, he's a 90 now. Yeah, I know. That's what I, on the Cal Summit. That's what I mean. It's like, yeah. how many how many times, like how many iconic things does he have to be a part of before you're like, no, he's the, he's the GOAT. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just, 
unreal. Because you go I mean, back right, right now. Yeah, I know, but you go, but it's like this is a thing that's like you go back and watch Monday Night Wars and see where Jericho was, right. and then see him now, and it's just this singular line of just an ascent into just being the best wrestler. Yeah, it's incredible to watch. No, I know, and 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 he's doing some. He's doing the best work. It, it, Wrestler uh, yeah. meaning too, like someone who encompasses the selling and all, of, of right. it all. You know, the the pageantry and and just gets the business. Um. Yeah. So Brock, I mean, he's got the case. He's looming. It's yeah. like it is cool to be like uh, a guy who could cash in who he barely fucking needs it, but now he is. A, now he just has a number one. Title shot, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? He might just join the match at the beginning. Yeah. What What does he care? Yeah. No. And I would. I would even push that. And I started to with Seth, but I would push that Jericho angle on him and be like, because uh, Seth almost started to say it, but he's like, "Look, you're Brock Lesnar, and you have the money in the bank contract. Yeah. Like this is for up and comers. He doesn't care. I know. I know. But it would be like a good. It's like a good makes sense. Like comeback to him. What? What? Here's my one beef. And, and and then we could parlay this into yeah. talking about what I think is arguably match of the year, Seth Rollins versus uh, AJ. I think so far, yeah, for me. And um, are we just gonna not acknowledge that Seth hit him with a low blow? Oh, uh, I mean, Brock? He beat, yeah, yeah, he beat. I didn't like that. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. What happened though? At Mania, I don't even remember he that match. He started the match. Brock started beating him before the bell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he did it to like equalize. Yeah, but still, it's like that's it was too late. And I mean, but I'm saying AJ when AJ was Seth Rollins was like I did what you could never do, like I beat Brock Lesnar. He'd be like, yeah, with a fucking dick shot. Yeah, with a low blow, which I know about. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's been he, Shinsuke hit him with it like five million times. <laughs> yeah, 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 but. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So whatever. Uh, let's talk about Seth AJ. So this match was everything I wanted and more. Yeah. It was. This awesome. match fucking was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. It, this and and the timing for WWE going into AEW's big weekend of wrestling. I don't know if they'll have a match as good as that match, which is insane to say. Yeah. Because my my in, in my head I'm like AEW is going to be the work rate show and it will be. But I I'm, I don't know if they'll have a match as good as that what match. You, what did you like about it so much? Two of the best in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought that the first time I loved it, I loved just those are two of my favorite guys. Mm-hmm. They both look amazing. Mm-hmm. Matters a lot to me. I think AJ Styles is a guy just he can just do no wrong by me, even though I know <laughs> you have problems with him or whatever. Yeah. But um, the uh, the the curb stomp into the Styles clash. <laughs> Yeah. Was unfucking believable. Yeah. I, that doesn't even feel possible. Yeah, I have to go back and watch it because I'm trying to remember it. And I'm like, how did that even. He's like bent over, but then he gets up last minute and kind of catches him in powerbomb position. Yeah. So oh, Seth jumps right. high enough where he could catch him. Oh, right. Into yeah. a Styles Clash. And then I liked that it. it was just, it was cool to see. Part of what I thought they did right was just clean win. Right. Seth wins, shake hands. AJ in the, in the ring going to give him the handshake and he's just like and then Seth is hesitating to shake his hand for no real reason yeah. except for that just just to create mo- a moment and AJ's just like this is hard for me yeah. <laughs> you know this is hard for me you know this is hard for me yeah. but I mean I just think there was a million fucking great spots in that match mm-hmm. um, I just was yeah start, start and it to finish did, it did what I love is where it builds to a point where it's just like big move 
False finish, right? Big move, false finish, big move. Because I like these are guys who can do crazy shit. Yeah, and I like. I want to see AJ doing moves we've never seen him do before. And Seth, you know, same. He did, and uh, Seth did that reverse Falcon Arrow off the top rope again yeah. uh, that he did to Ziggler at SummerSlam. That's fucking that shit is that that mad that 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 is like for a forty three year old man or whatever to take that. That's crazy. Yeah, AJ's got to be juiced up, right? I mean, At his I age, they're definitely know. turning hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, you think it's part of his contract negotiation? He just went through one. Like at his age, he's got to be like, "Look, it's I probably, need you guys yeah. to turn the other way." Yeah, they probably, you guys want me to keep the schedule. They loosen the Roman Reigns, I think, a little bit. Yeah, it loosen the Roman Reigns. Again, hard to talk about matches that are just that's a uh, what did what did Meltzer get? I don't ever follow the Mel Who Meltzer stars. I don't care about yeah. them, but I'm curious because he has such a. Um, <laughs> right, he has like a bias towards yeah. like the indies and Kenny and all that. That's a, I mean, that's got to be a close to a five star match, right? Yeah, I mean, he likes NXT, right? He called that Adam Cole um, Gargano, Gargano match was match. like six star match or something, five match, six and a half. He called it like the best match he's ever seen. Yeah, that match I love. Um, what did you think about the ladder match, the men's ladder match? Is it? I loved it. At uh, that spot, that, that one that Finn. Yeah. I literally, I was eating dinner watching it. What is Finn doing taking those spots? I stood up and yelled out loud. Right. And I was explaining to my girlfriend, I was like, you don't have to understand, like, between Andrade and Finn, there's like 35 years in the ring experience. Yeah. They don't need to be taking spots like this. And they are. No, part of me doesn't like it. Like, I don't like to see Finn. I mean, that that is a pretty safe Move. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, onto the ladder? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the sunset flip. The sunset flip. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, it, the, it the bounce. Me, it makes me so fucking nervous. The bounce. <laughs> like, that, I, yeah. uh, it was amazing. Because it didn't break. Right. Yeah. Um. I, 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 I thought it was great. I mean, who? Yeah, I thought Andrade was going to win that case. So, yeah, me too. I really did. Um. Uh, I think they could use to figure him out a little more main, on the main roster. His wrestling is all there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's got to figure out what is why why this is important to him. All right, just because it's AEW week, I want to force a move on to talk about. I feel like this is double or nothing's week. And and by the way, when uh, when we're talking about AEW, there's not AEW starts on Saturday. You know, I watched all the being the elites uh, leading up to this. I watched um, I watched. Uh, the, the road to double or nothing, all that. I feel like they're not, like, Saturday's the day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're thinking about this, and it will once they have a TV show, but right now the lead up is like, it's like, this it, This is all about the big dance. Right. So once that happens, we'll get into it. But let's talk about the big news of the week, which is that the match of Pac versus Adam Page, uh, what's his name? Adam Page, yeah. yeah. Hangman Page, that's Hangman what I was thinking. Page. Hangman Page, uh, and, and Pac is Neville, for people who don't know, is off of the uh, Double or Nothing card. What's going on there? So, it's off of it. So, AEW released a ma- version of the... All right, so, it's creative differences. So, what's being reported is Pac doesn't want a job mm-hmm. while he has the Dragon Gate Championship. I believe it's called Dragon Gate. Yeah. That's the promotion that he started in, that he's now the current champion. He's 20 months undefeated. He has that title. AEW signed him. He was supposed to win against Page on Saturday, so yeah. it wasn't a problem. But that was going to lead him to a feud with Kenny Omega, where he would probably have to job at some point. Right. And he says he's not willing to lose while he's the champion of this, this place that started him. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That makes sense to me. So creatively, yeah. he they parted ways. So he's, he's no not longer on, AEW. He's not in AEW. Whoa. Yeah. So they did a match. Is this a work? Well, it's not a work in terms of that match is not happening. Right. It's not happening. They released a match of a match recently. Uh, Pac was supposed to wrestle these two guys in a triple threat. They didn't. They weren't there. I don't even care why. And then Adam Cole, Adam Page showed up and they wrestled. And in this match, Adam Page won by DQ. And then in kayfabe, they made it that uh, Pac like just eked out, and he has his winning streak, and he's ditching the match because right. he doesn't want. He's being a, a, a chicken shit heel. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to wrestle him, so he's like dropping out. Right, so right. So they're right. like, oh, he he knows he can't beat him. Right. So they went that route. Right. So, but shoot, this is the real reason why. So huh. I, I. Yeah, and this is AEW promoted this match to be like, hey, let's give this match. This is kind of, this is kind of a shit show. Brings up a lot of questions, right? Yeah. So, first off, Neville, notoriously hard to work with. Okay. Right. Um, and I, I understand his integrity here, and I I respect it. I respect it a lot. I respect somebody who's like, this title means something to me in that promotion, especially in this kind of biz. Right. But also, dude, like, this is a big opportunity for you. There's not a lot of places to go in this in this business. Right. And also, why doesn't he just go drop that title? I don't really understand. Yeah, that's where like the hubris comes in. Right? Right? Yeah. And also, guys like Pac, I really admire them. Yeah. Like, I fucking... Would you? Do you have that kind of integrity? No, I mean, <laughs> do you have it? Like, I mean, integrity is might not be the right word, right? That might, but like, do you have that kind of like? I mean, I I understand the loyalty, but to drop like to not wrestle at double or nothing in a match you're supposed to win and then wrestle Kenny Omega, right? Yeah, because like, and you're saying that that promotion wouldn't understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, I don't. I don't know if I would. Because I totally get where he's coming from, though. Like, I, I right. totally understand, like, it would make the other promotion look weak. It's like, oh, you beat our champion. It's like some old territory shit. But then I guess, like, the bottom line is that, like, it's not real. So, sure, I'll drop. You know what I mean? Like, I'll lose. Like, it, what is it? It doesn't affect Dragon Gate. It doesn't make it, you know, or whatever the promotion well, is. Well, he was going to win. Yeah, no, So why can't he lose it at, like, a house show, yeah. at their house show? I don't know. To the guy who he thinks is the next big guy over there, like normal, yeah. right? I mean, it's just ego, you know. They get lost in the sauce, and they're like, "No, I'm the champ. I'm not going to lose while I have this belt," you know. And they just yeah. get, they work themselves into a shoot, you know. I always think that's like the juice talking, right? Uh, like, because uh, everything I've ever heard about the juice is loose. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I always think it's like <laughs> I always think it's like that, but it like. It's amazing how that affects kayfabe Neville, which is all I care about. Yeah, which is like I think he's fucking crazy now. Yeah, it makes me think he's even cooler. Yeah, I mean, I would have to the way like it's like is Dra is is Dragon Gate the name of the promotion? I always said Neville was championship caliber, yeah. like WWE championship caliber guy. What's the name of the promotion? Is it Dragon Gate? Yeah, Dragon Gate. So I would have to the think what bottom line would be if all it would take is one person to say to me, Dragon Gate's not on TV, bro. 
And I would be like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'll lose if I have to. You know what I mean? So, but what I'm saying is that, so here's where you get to, now Cody's the nice guy, right? I'm saying like, let's say Cody is, shoot, the the, the leader of AEW, right. the head booker or whatever, which I think he is. Yeah. Right? He's like, right now, he's like, yeah, we're paying everybody the same, blah, blah, like Mr. Good Guy. And now you've already seen, before they've even started, yeah. the shit that you get into in this business, yeah. which is like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a million. It's like, no, no, no. This is <laughs> so now you have this, which is another guy bringing other titles that, by the way, are confusing to the casual fan. Yes. Where you're like, oh, what? He's oh, that's a title from something else. He's gonna walk down to the ring with that. It's, are they? Yeah, is AEW connected to drag? You know. Yeah, and to be honest, in my opinion, it's what makes ROH and so it it makes it look uh, less. Like an amateur, an amateur promotion. Right? And it makes it feel like boxing, where I hate boxing, where it's like, he's the champ of all this shit, and there's a million belts. You're like, <laughs> like Floyd Mayweather's coming down the ring for a title shot, but he's got 40 belts. <laughs> You're right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what? what is that? Like, yeah. no, there's a, there's one belt. Yeah. You it's know? also a sign, too, where I think it's like, regardless of how what we think of right. Cody and what we think of Kenny Omega and, and AEW and what they're going to do, I think some of these guys, like Pac is like, you're not even a thing. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? It's like they're yeah, and by a lot the of way, disrespect. Kudos to Cody and them for being like, look, this is going to look bad for us, but like, you're acting ridiculous. Right. You're fired. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. fired, yeah. man. Like, that's it. Uh, you know? Um, so I think it's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of integrity on both sides here where it was yeah. like, all right. But- I mean, we're talking about people who get like very upset if somebody doesn't. We had a jabroniac, right? Who said he was on the Jarrah cruise right. and he had some heat with like Cody because he didn't say goodbye to every single person in the room when he left. Like this oh, is like a very, that. yeah, I forget his name. I'm sure he'll, he'll chime in, but yeah, he was like on the cruise working. Like he was part of something with like a promotion right? and, um, uh, wrestlers are very insecure about when you meet them, like you have to say hi to everybody, shake their hands, say hi to the wives, shake their hands, meet everybody. Oh, I know all that. I, I told you when I, I yeah. with Brian Kendrick. So then, so then when he left, he only said goodbye to a few people. And then like Cody found his manager and was like, your employee is extremely disrespectful. So these are very sensitive people who, who have a lot of pride in these like weird traditions of like, it's almost like a code, like a samurai code. Yeah. And so, yeah, like who the fuck knows? Well, like, that's why the young bucks didn't get hired for WWE, right? Because they didn't shake Booker T's hand or some right, shit. Right. Or like, right. It's so baby, it's baby behavior. Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and actually that's where I'm with Cody and those, let's break the, that shit. Yeah. Breaker of chains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get rid of that stuff. But anyway, so um, Cody's doing a lot of great work, which we probably have to get into in the in the bonus episode. But yeah. come a patron, you're going to hear talking about. It. I'm going to talk about Double or Nothing sixteen. Uh, 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 Road to Double or Nothing episode sixteen. He said a lot of cool shit in there. I I, I mean, in terms of getting worked, I, they're working me into being excited about AEW, which yeah. doesn't even exist yet. <laughs> okay, so. Fuck, what are they saying? Oh, all the titles. It's too many titles. Yeah. I don't like that. And now, okay, so so now you have Chris Jericho, who's wrestling their top guy. They're paying him a shit ton of money. Yeah. He's wrestling two weeks later at Dominion, right, for the New Japan Heavyweight Championship, which I he could win, right? Could I he, guess. I guess it depends on what his he role is. Yeah. He can't beat Okada, right? No. Like Okada is New Japan's like money money machine. Yes. Yeah. No. There's no way he's losing to any. There's no white dude he's losing to besides Kenny Omega. Right. He's. There's no Gaijin that's gonna beat him. 
Did, 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 well, because they're uh, all in AEW, right? Yeah, yeah. But also, too, I think it's like a respect thing. I think I just I think they're like, it's it's Kenny Omega's one thing to have him lose to another. Right, but can Jericho just keep going and losing to all these all the top? Young guys, like yeah, because I think he's still he's smart enough to understand that he's Chris fucking Jericho, right? And it's a big deal for him to be in NJPW, and he's putting guys over. But if you're Cody, right? Like these guys, I bet they have less say about what. Like it seems like they're in this place where it's like, yeah, go work, like independent contractors. That's what you are, right? Because yeah. that's what Pac was. And to be honest, Neville was like, yo, you're paying me ten ninety nine right now. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have a W two, right? Right. So if I have a 10.99, then I'll pop in for this job, but it can't affect my other jobs, right? You know, right. so whatever. But which is, I think, the structure. It, I think it's going to be like the he's top. Not realizing why Vince does what he does, right? Because I think, uh, well, what I was going to say was, I think the structure is going to be like their top guys are going to be contract, like exclusive contract, right? And then I think they're going to have like a, a roster of 10.99s who can come and go as they please. Um, but yeah, it's like if you don't keep a tight rein on things and you're like, sure, yeah, it's, you know, we're easy going. It's, you know, you guys are workers, you're our lifeblood. Then they stop respecting you and they're like, well, I'm going to do my own thing because what are you even? Like, you don't have this power right. over me. Whereas Vince is probably very iron fisted and it's like, oh, this is the way it is right. and that's it, done. So I'm saying, like, if you're Cody, I don't, do you think Cody has say over Jericho winning or losing at New Japan? No. No, uh, no. You can't tell Chris Jericho what to do. Like, he's no. Chris Jericho. They're lucky right. to have him. Right. That's just true. Yeah. So. And he's financially vested. Right. In, in AEW. Jericho is? Yeah. Right. So, if if New Japan says, like, you know what, let's just throw it on him, wouldn't you be like, fuck, he's holding a, a, another title? Yeah, I don't so know. So, you're saying yeah. that Jericho's going to lose clean to Kenny Omega and then Okada? I think so. Right, I think he's just in NJPW to be like I'm Chris Jericho and then put guys over. Right. Okay. So anyway, I'm just saying that there there's some difficulty in this exclusivity, and when it comes down to the fact is branding. Right. And the branding, the branding of your wrestling league being like major mm -hmm. is important. Like yeah. WWE title, like WWE feels like the NFL. Right. And if you have other guys popping in with all these different titles, the AAA titles, all this stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe people disagree. Well, like you go to McDonald's and then it's like they have like Taco Bell and, Mc, and like Burger King items, but like, oh, they have like, ta they have like Taco Bell tacos and like Burger King French fries. And it's like, well, what is this? Like everything's confusing now. Yeah. And also it makes your place feel less legit, right? right. Like when you, if you go to like a, uh, this, I always say this, I, and the prop, if you're watching the show, the profit, mm -hmm. if you go in there and I don't know if this equates perfectly, you tell me, but if like he goes into a place and it's like this, well, you guys are the best burger place in the world. And then he sees you're selling mozzarella sticks. He's yeah. like, get those off the fucking menu. Right. It makes it look like you don't believe in your burger. Right. right? You right, know right. what I mean? Like the fact that you have all these, like you're selling frozen mozzarella sticks also. Right. But your burger's great and it's yeah. fresh. But then you have like bags of chips and yeah, stuff. And you're Gordon like, Ramsay would on, on Kitchen Nightmares right. would go and like if their menu, or not Gordon Ramsay, who's the other guy, the, the other buff I forget right. his name. He would like he would go through their menu and he's like, "This menu's too long. There's too much stuff in this menu." He's like, "Cut out ninety percent. You you make three dishes now, you know, because right. it's for the same thing where it's like simplicity." So I guess what then, I'm saying is right. Like if, yeah. if 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 they have only a couple AWS and like couple titles, right? Yeah. But then everybody's holding a title, right? Uh, to me, I would hate that. Right. 
And it's like, oh, he's got that ROH title. Like, talking about other leagues and stuff, like, it muddles it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, 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 I think it'll be, a ne- at first, that's going to be a hump. Another piece of AEW news is the first WWE talent besides the ones we know is uh, Perfect Tent. Mm-hmm. Sean Spears, uh, t- uh, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, will be wrestling in the uh, over-the-top Battle Royal. So, let's talk about this card. So, Something announced. Uh, man, still so much more to cover about uh, even from WB. Which, by the way, this brings me to my next thing, which is when 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 AEW's kicking, which is sooner rather than later. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I want to make sure we this podcast. We're gonna have to see what it is. We don't have any details yet, but I intend to cover it. Right. Because this is the comedians of wrestling, not the comedians of WWE. Right. And also, this is officially, we have a true, like, we have a true number two. Yeah. Like, before the number two was arguably what? New Japan? Yeah. I mean, Globally, maybe ROH? Yeah. ROH is the second biggest in they, America. They weren't getting enough distribution to, to like, even push the needle at no, all. No, no, And New Japan's great, but it's another country, you know? Right. Uh, 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 you know... I, I we'll see how it checks out, but TNT primetime weekly live professional wrestling. Yeah, let me ask you a business question. Part of part of the deal. What do you do? You're the one. You're the you're the one who gets to decide what time and yeah. when AEW goes uh, on on TV. You doing? Like I go Thursdays at eight o'clock. You're just, okay. So you're going to compete directly with SmackDown. No, SmackDown's on Friday. Oh, right, because it's changing. Friday. Okay. Slot right into that Tuesday spot. Got it. Okay. Tuesdays. And yeah. then, you, because here's what I do. Monday night, Raw, it sucked, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Tuesday night, great show. Right. right. Like, just go right after that. Go, just directly go like, yeah. you didn't like yesterday? And then start, you can even directly check them out. Like, what are they doing creatively? Right. Like, spoof them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can start having your pay-per-views on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Sundays, so that you, you just hit, keep you can hit them on the back on end of, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Punking them on Tuesdays, punking them on Tuesdays. Yeah, you know, yeah. like because all right. So uh, uh, the, the the yeah, the Bucks had, the Bucks are always ripping on WWE. Yeah, I know. I saw some of the videos with like the yeah, they were refusing to release somebody. Did you see that? that yeah, the, the they go like you're gonna have to sit home yeah. and get paid. <laughs> Imagine you sitting home collecting a paycheck. <laughs> They're like shitting on how WWE's just like sending people home and get and paying them. Yeah, I think. But if they start doing that in real time, mm-hmm. come on, and specifically shit talking how bad tag team wrestling is. Yeah, like on in WWE right now. Although the Daniel Bryan move was very smart, but he wasn't on TV this week. Anyway, okay, so um, uh, the show which we'll get into it. Uh, Eight at double or nothing. I don't know if you know this. It was announced on. I bet you don't know this. Uh-huh. Hit me. The over the top battle royal, right? Which uh-huh. they're doing a great job of. Like everyone picks a card and it's in Vegas. Love the flavor. Yeah, I love flavor. I'm a sucker <laughs> as a Magic player, Magic Gathering player. Love flavor. They flavor text on every card, and yeah. it's like a quote of the person on the card, or like the card will say like. It'll be like demonic horde. Uh, and by the way, for the real marks out there, magic marks, I don't know what the flavor text on demonic horde is. Actually, let's look it up. All right. <laughs> this is a true tangent. Right, here we go. Demonic horde flavor text. It's a card called demonic horde. And it has just a fun quote on there. Yeah. Okay. A fun quote? 
It'll a, a flavor text is just like a a quote on the card that gives the card like a log, flavor. It's like a log it just line gives flavor. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like here's generally what this card's attitude okay, is. Okay, here the card called demonic horde. Okay, and it says created to destroy dominia. Demon can sometimes be bent to a more focused purpose, mm. and that card has nothing to do with the game. Right. I like flavor. It's like it's in Vegas, so we add a little flavor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The winner of the over-the-top battle royal, I think it has 21 uh, wrestlers in it for blackjack, mm -hmm. gets uh, is immediately number one contender for the AEW championship. Oh, wow. Did you know that? Did not know that. They just announced that. And you know who they wrestle? Who? The winner of the main event, Kenny Omega versus Jericho. Aha. So a lot is going to be determined at that. That's, right. So the, the, the card now has awesome stakes. Yeah. And I don't think they've announced all 21 wrestlers in in it. I'm going to refresh the Wikipedia. I have it open right now. But I, I who mean, the fuck do you think it's is... It's going to be a lot of who's that's, I think. It's going to be a lot of Jabron uh, yeah. zones. Uh, I mean, what do you think happens there? Who do you think Who do you think will be the number one contender? I think it'll be Kenny Omega uh, versus... Yeah. I mean, I don't even know who's involved. You know, right? Uh, well, who cares? This is just a. Yeah. I'm going to say he's Sean Spears because that's who I know. <laughs> no, no chance. No chance that he. Uh, um, Luchasaurus is in it, by the way. Oh, he is. And by the way, Luchasaurus, I know the guy, Julius Draven. Yeah. This guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. Great wrestler. He's like seven feet tall. He wrestled in yeah. NXT. You can't teach that, yeah, by the no, way. No, no, no. Can't teach that. He's no. like close to. He's like six, six, he's, he's six a, seven. He's a ridiculously sized human being. And he Let's can put this in perspective. He can do flips and shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, I saw him. I guess he's finally out of his Lucha Underground contract. I literally saw your wife, her head explode. Yeah. When, like, she, you know, pardon my, pardon the phrasing, feasted her eyes upon him. Right. Uh, she had it. He held her. Yeah. Which is something she demanded. She's yeah. like, you have to pick me up and we have to take a picture. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, like, right there with her. It's, it's kind of stupid that, like, he's one of those guys where it's like, how are you even the same species as me? Right. He's not. He's a, he's a Luchasaurus. But, like. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a Luchasaurus, obviously. But yeah, he's it's it's I don't know, it's weird. Dude, this podcast is I mean, if we're starting to cover AEW, which would probably be two hour program. Right. If they're smart, they go one hour. Yeah. You know, if they go if they follow the NXT model, go one hour. Yeah. And I think they will do one hour to mm -hmm. start. I would even if pre they do I mean, this pod, I can't even get through all this shit. Yeah. I would now, even pre tape. Pre it's live. They're going live. I know. It's announced. But, yeah. Um do a lot of pre-tape segment. Although, I don't know. They probably won't in an hour. Yeah. Anyway, so the winner that... I mean, who, uh, who's your... Uh, go I don't even guess. know. I don't know who's in... No, none of the people that are announced are going to win. So, uh, like that. So, it's like, who do you, it's going to be a surprise person. <laughs> it could be either Hangman Page. Right. It could be either Johnny Moxley. Thunder Jushin Liger. <laughs> yeah, probably he's retired. Reason. He's retired. Okay. Um, uh, Moxley. Uh-huh. Page. Maybe Pac work, right? By the way, like, or they work it out, yeah. right? And we know he was in the intended choice. Yeah, I think it's Who whoever else? their biggest get is, right? Like whoever that ends up being, where it's like, if it's a guy who's like, I can't believe they got, you know, fucking Luke Gallows or you know, something stupid like that. Right. It'll be whoever their biggest get is. I can't even imagine who Hangman or somebody. I think it's, at this stage, it's going to be people who it's either going to be their, their biggest get or it's going to be an inside. Thing it's right. gonna be it's gonna go to the to the boss yeah, uh, Sasha Banks uh yes yeah all right anyway um okay so all right let's go back to WWE for a second yeah by the way 
it, tell me if this analogy works for you. The wild card, mm -hmm. all right? I feel like that's the like midichlorian of of <laughs> Raw and SmackDown. Like when they just go like Kofi comes around down to the ring on Raw and he goes wild card, and I'm like. I don't oh, need that. I cringed. You're a WWE champion. You're allowed to show up. So that's that is how I think you fix the wild card rule. Right. It's just the champs. Or just who gives a fuck? Right. You can show up. Right. Like I I don't care. Right. The brand split. No one gives a shit about it. You ruined it. Right. Drop the wild card. Just have them all. Like now we're just like oh he's 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 doing the wild card rule. Who's choosing the fucking wild yeah, card? Yeah, and my favorite thing is when they state matter-of-factly something that doesn't make any sense. Michael Cole is like, he'll go, uh, the wild card rule, as you know, means that Ugh. one of you know, four wrestlers can go from this show to that show, as if that explains anything. It's embarrassing. It's like, you the, know, the, the sun, wild card rule is actually as you like know, the sun, atrocious. the sun goes up and it comes down. Yeah. It's like, well, that barely scratches the surface as to what's happening here. It, it's just like a lack of control. You're like, just who cares? I don't remember. You Do you have any idea who's on what show? No. I, I don't. No. I, and I don't even think like, I've I, I seen Kofi show up on both shows since the night after WrestleMania. He showed up on both shows most of the time. So I'm like, it's fine. He shows up on both shows. He's Kofi Kingston. He's a right. champ. I anyway, mean, is it like a list? Is it like you show up early, you get to put your name on the list, and you get to go to the other show? Like, what is it? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Bailey is the SmackDown Women's Champion with a successful cash in, and let me tell you, yeah, I, I arguably uh, stole the show on yeah. Sunday. Uh, she uh, when she cashed in, people went fucking nuts. Now, it, to me, it's the power of the case. Yeah. It's why the case is the. It's why I can. My most successful stand-up joke is about the money in the bank briefcase. Right. By the way, I was telling my wife, I was like, I was like, look, I know I don't. I'm like, I know you don't care about wrestling, but I just want to say that on Sunday night, a guy not in the match won the opportunity to, to be, be the, the guy, guy not, not in the match. In the match. <laughs> you had a double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so obviously I loved it. Yeah. By the way, Brock, I know we're talking about Brock, and his, uh, you know, but him when he's on the, just laughing, yeah. he's so fucking like, what a specimen, the guy. He's up there just like trolling everybody. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. And he has troll hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, like uh, yeah, I don't have anything to say about Bailey. She still stinks. Yeah, uh, she's her promos are atrocious, and uh, uh, but cool, good for her. Let's see her match. She said that the hugging is done. Mm -hmm. Good, get the hugging me done. Just have badass matches. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, she's like the Dean Ambrose of the women's uh, division. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, and this is not a controversial opinion. Charlotte Flair is just on such a different level. Yeah. She is so dialed Although in. Although it was nice to see her eat a pin on, on Tuesday. Yeah, for sure. But right. I think like it was around the time of the, the Royal Rumble this year with right. the women, the women's match, Yeah, uh, where she sort of, I realized, I was like, oh, she's like really figured out her like character. She's right. this like wild animal in the ring now. Right. And it's, it's, uh, it's a really great sight to behold. Um. Yeah, uh, so I don't really. Let's. Not, I don't even want to waste any time on on Bailey. A uh, couple more things we got to get into. Uh, Firefly Funhouse is going great. Yeah, I feel like uh, they just did it perfect. Where it's just like a tease of, hey, he's wearing this mask now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what's going on with. You think he'll take it off when he wrestles? Or? I think I think he's one of the most talented guys they've ever had. To the point where I would say that like. 
I don't know. I think Bray Wyatt is like a legit artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where they like, they better not, they should just follow whatever he wants to do. Did you read the little blurb about the guy who made the mask? No. So he oh, was- Oh, I did, I did. Where he was in communication. I saw with, the first drawing of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, where he was in communication with Bray and Bray was like, oh, I had this idea and like, they're not going to take- like this really made me love it even more yeah. where Bray was telling him if for those of you who haven't read this, you know, Bray was like, they're not taking my idea without proof right. of concept. I need you to help me bring this to life so that Vince essentially understands right. what I'm trying to go for. And it works, right? Like Vince is like, yes, let's do it. Uh, and so this seems to mean a lot to Bray. Yeah. It seems like something he's been like wanting to do. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 uh, I thought of this cause we always talk about like, how do you use a wrestler who's seems like they're above it? Right. right, like your Alistair Blacks and your 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 Bray Wyatt's, yeah. and I think a good thing to do, and this is just total fantasy booking, is like anytime you have like a heel faction or like a heel group of right. people, um, you can sort of, and this kind of relegates this these wrestlers to the mid card. But right. let's be honest, heavy gimmicks like Bray's and right. and 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 Alistair's kind of go to the mid card anyway. Right. Uh, you know, they're healing off, you know, get three on one or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's Lashley McIntyre and, and Corbin, right? right? All of a sudden Bray Wyatt shows up and he's going after, uh, uh, like one of the two who aren't like the leader. Like, let's right. say it's like, it's McIntyre and, and Lashley. Yeah. And his role is to, to sort of adjudicate them where he's like, he's like, you are on this path of you're, you know, you're beating people up that don't deserve it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm here to bring you to justice. It's like a Batman role. Right. That's the way I think you have to book guys like Aleister Black and, and Bray Wyatt. Like Batman, yeah. they show up, they're going to bring you to justice. Are they good? Are they bad? Depends on where you stand. Yeah. Uh, and I just hope that uh, they, they, I hope they nail it with Bray because yeah, I'm excited. I think ultimately, I like that idea, but what yeah. you're essentially saying is uh, what Tyrion Lannister is saying is that stories. Right. What unites people. <laughs> it's stories. what unites people. Stories. Like Bray, Bray Wyatt's telling a story. Yeah. Um, he's telling his story. He's doing it in a really cool way. Like, if you have Matt Hardy and you have Bray Wyatt, those guys, you give them, you pair them. Here's what I do. You're WB. You got all the resources in the world. You give them a producer. You say, here's your producer. And then uh, the producer can, like, kind of wrangle them in, like, so that it works within the context of TV. But you pretty much give them free reign. Right. And you give them segments. You go, Matt, in two weeks, you have a, uh, you have a, uh, you have a, uh, in two weeks, you have a five minute tape segment. Go make something. Right, right, right. right? Like, just go make something. Yeah. Because Matt Hardy doesn't need to, why can't Matt Hardy just be, why couldn't he just be making, keep him on the compound? Have I'm just filming matches there right. he, and they're like <laughs> right he, he grabs the 24-7 title and then he's wrestling at the compound every match is a is a, a some kind of final deletion on the compound right yeah and, and he doesn't even show up yeah man Matt Hardy's the guy to give the 24-7 title to yeah. right yeah and have him at the compound or even in like a different dimension this way you can use Jeff <laughs> where they're probably just paying at home yeah. art Senor Benjamin, yeah. yeah, a different, right? But this goes with what I was saying. It's like they, it seems like they have a world. It's like an improv. You can right. do anything, but you're going to do a scene about buying a coffee at Starbucks. Like it's just you have this rich source. Why not do fun stuff? All right. So anyway, uh, Newman had to bounce. Okay, but don't worry, we replaced him with the elite, the the elite, <laughs> Phil Del Costello. How about it? Um, uh, 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 we're going to finish up this app, and then Phil's going to join me. On the bonus app, uh, we're going to talk all things AEW, anything we didn't cover on here. Uh, I have more notes from watching Double or Nothing, uh, Road to Double or Nothing, episode 16, which came out today. Had some really good stuff and had some thoughts, and I was going over a bunch of being the elite stuff. We'll look at the card more. 
and maybe talk more about the Pac situation, all things uh, AEW. We're going to get into it. Can't Phil's wait. a big indie mark. Cannot wait. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be great. But let's talk about a couple more things. And uh, rest in peace, Newman. No, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> no longer with us. He just, he poof, he vanished. Um, let's talk about the 24-7 uh Title. So Mick Foley came out <laughs> to the ring and uh, and sloppily revealed this title because the bag was revealing ten percent of the title the, during the whole reveal, and we all kind of knew it was gonna be a hardcore title, right? But it's, like, yeah, right. That was the general. I was wondering what it was gonna be. The other thing was that like buzz about maybe it was like a legends title for like older dudes, which I yeah. wouldn't have given a shit about. No, that that's like uh, no one cares about the like no. legends game at like the all star game and shit. Yeah, like yeah, no one cares yeah, about yeah, that's yeah, a bad yeah. idea. But bringing him at the hardcore title, I think, is a cool idea. Yeah. But then somehow watering it down and just making it a twenty four seven title makes it a really bad idea. It's a pretty bad idea because it loses the what was cool about it. What was cool? I mean, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. What was cool about it was like some wrestlers are so hardcore they they can't be contained to the normal rules. No, yeah. There's like a, it's a pedigree of wrestlers that would be going for this belt. Like these right. guys are nuts, and that's why like you wouldn't see like people that like are in the mid card or in the top have that belt or even be no. involved with it because like it would be like at the time like stone cold no yeah not like he it. wouldn't do that because he's no. not an, he's not an extreme wrestler like this is yeah. like it, it kind of spun off of you know like foley and uh the, the like ecw kind of did yeah. it's like the old these for people who don't know because i was talking to a couple people who actually didn't know what the hardcore title was it was basically the winged was it was the eagle the, the winged eagle yeah. title just Cracked in half yeah. and like with a bunch of duct tape on I it. I always <laughs> wanted to find out, and I'm sure it's probably easily accessible on the internet by now. Right. But like, I always wanted like, there's I was I always wondered if there's gonna be some story about it. Like, you know, some wrestler like had it and like. Alabama and he got drunk and like accidentally ran it over and he's like I don't know what to do and like they had to make a new belt yeah. and then that's the one that's just they always had I, I, I doubt I, it I, I always they just thought there was one. some kind of thing <sighs> I I want it to be a story well listen so you know I love that kind of you living in the kayfabe world that <laughs> yeah. like they had a fucking title laying around they're like let's yeah. turn that in and they saw to, it yeah. Vince saw it it was like let's use it I have to color it in I have to color in this thing Vince is not a wasteful man but I so I think that uh, the uh, the hardcore title, literally, you think about guys who were like Bob Holly, yeah. who was literally like in the mid card and then became hardcore Holly yeah. because of the hardcore title, right? Yeah. And he had like a cool run yeah. where he had like uh, Crash Holly would like do look out for him yeah. and, and yeah. Molly Holly. And then sometimes they would turn on each other to yeah. win the title. And it also like it like toughened him up. Like right. he became a badass because of, because of that belt. Right. It's so good. So when it's just. The goofy we the mid card runs around backstage, it loses the whole reason for existing. Yeah, it's just a mad scramble. And and and, and now our truth is the twenty four seven champion. He's the perfect champion for it because sure. if they're gonna have it be like essentially like uh uh like the Roadrunner, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like meet me or whatever. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I ran by him because he was wearing a wig. Yeah. If it's gonna be gag central, he's like the king of the gag. That's good. He thought it was. He called. By the way, on. On social media, which is, by the way, a fun place for what they're doing with 24-7. That's a good argument for it. Sure. Is that it's like a fun, oh, well, it can live on like 24-7, yeah. like social media. Yeah. 
uh, like he called it the European Championship. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Uh, that's really funny. Yeah, but it loses. WWE doesn't need any more titles. No, it doesn't. It and needs I, le- way less titles. It does, but I also like. Uh, I don't like thinking of. I don't want to think of it as like a death knell for like your status on the card. You know what I mean? Like that's I saw what like, it is. like Robert m- Roode winning that was immediate. That's what, oh, man. When I saw him scrambling for it, I was like, oh no, that's where they're putting him right now. Just because like, it's, I don't know. It seems to be like you're in a pile of right. like, we don't have any ideas for you. So Thanks for no- just deal with this. Oh, that actually applies. Thanks for nothing. Absolutely plus this. Bye bye. Great. Yeah, that's basically it. Jabronza. You get sentenced to the Jabronza. Absolutely. <laughs> Robert, by the way, and uh, Bobby Root, Robert Root, he also botched. <laughs> he kicked the title. This yeah. is, he like that's, he won the title, and then he kicked it off, <laughs> and then they all came after him, so he had to run away, but he didn't even have the title. <laughs> and the ref had to grab it. You're like, this is when, when – the, when, Foley's plan was like, I'm going to put it in the middle of the ring and they're all going to jump for it. I was like, this is going to be so sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like, man, those refs are already stressed out. Yeah. And now they got to do this. They got to run around and like, like do three counts on like car hoods and shit like right. that, man. Oof. Oh, That's I didn't, I didn't even think of it from that. Uh, you got to think about everybody on hey, that works for the company. It's a watered down hardcore title. It's not what we need. It's also fucking hideous. Yeah. The actual title is the Gotta be the worst looking title it's I've the ever worst seen. One and they got some bad ones going. It's, right it's now. like a, a piece of vinyl. Yeah, green. A, a green, like forest green. But yeah, a circle, a a space for nameplates on the side. Why? There's another person stressed out who's right. <laughs> making the nameplates. He's just like right one after another. Yeah, they're gonna screw him in. And dude's gonna get pinned. Crazy. Yeah. The so it's a, it's an interesting thing because bringing back the hardcore title, I think, is a really cool idea. Very cool. I think that's a, and 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 how it ties into social media, but losing the element of hardcore. Why didn't you just call it the extreme title at least or yeah. something? Like add something to it that's like this division is yeah. something. Yeah. It's like no, this is division for the guys who are up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And but also like how stressful. To be the champion. I wouldn't want to. Why would you want to win that belt? Because you got to watch your back all the time. I mean, you already got to watch your back. Everybody's beating each other up backstage. But like now, like you got a a, such a bigger target on your back. Right. The reason you want this title in kayfabe is it's a easy way to win a title if you're a jabroni. Right. So immediately uh, it, it immediately lowers your status. Yeah. It's a title that lowers your status. Yeah, but then imagine the guy who never wins it, but he's always going for it. That's the bottom of the bottom. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, isn't it, like, isn't in kayfabe, isn't part of, like, aside from, like, the accolade of being a champion, like, you're supposed to, like, get paid more and stuff like that? Right? Well, we, that's something we talk about all the time on this podcast, is that that I want money to purses to be associated with Absolutely. titles. Absolutely. That's what it should be. Mode, being motivated just by a title can only go so far. I think. Imagine if Vince was like, "It's like I need you to stay." Like he brings in a guy and he's like, "I need you to stay the twenty four seven champion because I'm hemorrhaging money." Right. You know, it's like cause too many <laughs> yeah. purses. Yeah, and also the HR uh, person is stressed out, just yeah. like writing checks left and right. Like <laughs> you talking know about I mean? money is so good. Jericho, I watched Jericho cut a promo on Cody that he just put out on his channel, like. 
uh, and he was talking about who signs his checks, and you're yeah. like, that is cool. It's like, yeah. he's like he co- he's like Cody thinks that his uh, he thinks co- he's like Cody thinks he's co- called Cody Khan. Yeah, yeah, he thinks yeah. he's signing my checks. Yeah, he thinks he's my boss. He's yeah. like, you're not my boss. You no. don't sign my checks. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? You want money? I got money. He's like, I don't care about money. You want to find me? And he's like showing. He's like he's so he's got money. He's got American money. He's got Canadian money. He's so got great. yen. And then he's writing checks to Cody Khan. He's like, yeah. Here, here's a, here's a million dollar check to Cody Khan yeah. if you could cash it. <laughs> Like this is so good because yeah. you're talking about money. Because yeah. the sport is motivated by money. Absolutely. And wrestling's base reality is sport. Yeah. That's why I think AEW is a great leg up. I'm very much looking forward to and that. And we'll, we'll save that for the next episode. That's right. Let's talk about one last thing. Let's do it. Is uh well let's we got a couple questions about 24 seven title. It seems to be the thing people are the most fired up about, which is why we talk about it last. Um here. What's up, Jesus Camus here, coming at you with another cash-in real quick. And uh, we're in low time, Danny, low time, because the 24-7 title is announced, and it is VOA, dead on arrival, because it is straight ass. I mean, it looks like a fucking boxing championship. Um, it really serves no purpose. I think it's just to give mid-carders something to do. But even then, I don't want to waste my time watching mid-carders do shit that has no importance whatsoever. Um, let me know what y'all think. Pretty sure we're going to talk about it and how trashy it is. Yeah, we talked about it. Cheers up, guys. 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Tiptoe Tulo, cashing in live. Hoagie shop. Um, Real quick, (laughs) just wanted to say I had an awesome weekend. Uh, ICW show, indie show in Queens. Saw Joey Janela, Marco Stunt, Jordan Grace, Scarlett Bordeaux, uh, Sam McAllen. A whole bunch of amazing indie talent. Mm. Um... And then Sunday, I was in the building in Hartford for Money in the Bank. What an awesome freaking pay-per-view. The Bailey moment was crazy. Uh, the Brock moment was nuts. Um, uh, yeah, but with that being said, 24-7 title. Here's a suggestion. They should have, they need to make it important in some kind of way. There's got to be a reason why you want to be the 24-7 champion other than like wanting to be the world heavyweight champion. And I think they should have like a running clock where, you know, depending on how long you actually hold the title for, you earn X amount of dollars. There so it is. now guys <laughs> exactly that are you know, in the mid card or female wrestlers that are in the, you know, the, that aren't really doing work like Liv Morgan or something like that. They win the title. They hold it for like three days. They win like, you know, like $30,000 or something. Obviously in kayfabe Great. doesn't really have to be that. But what this is doing though is really should be like a social media title and you're already seeing with drake maverick posting videos and our truth and it's hilarious and it's fun and all the interruptions during the match uh during the shows but we should be getting updates like on instagram wwe's live you tune in holy shit it's you know like drake maverick uh pinning our truth and you're watching a, a title change hands through social media. Um, so yeah, that's my solution for the 24-7 title. I don't think it's as garbage as everybody looks, but you know, people are gonna hate all the time. So, all right, cheers up. Love you. Cheers, cheers up. Yeah, I mean, I actually the thought I had was that like the length of time you hold it yeah. matters. Also, uh, the, I think that is like the only the only way to make that thing relevant. It's like yeah, otherwise it'll just be the lineage of that belt is just gonna be a mess. Right. You know, um, yeah, I think money would be a great incentive or at least in a kayfabe sense or vacation time or something like that. That would also be good. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's talk about one last thing before we move into AEW. I think we said all we need to say about the 24-7 title um, is 
Dolph Ziggler is back. So, Dolph is back. Uh, this was the probably the, the most text I got um, for something. Wow. Um, and he fucking killed it. Look, this is a Ziggler uh, bias podcast. I say that right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I watched this promo and immediately, like, impulsively text him to be like, great job, man. That was great. Um, and uh, I try not to do that too much. Because you think about it, like, I guess it's like it's like anything, right? If I do a good set or someone and someone's there, I want to be like, good set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. there's a whole problem, which is I'm a mark. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this writing for him was great and the execution was great. So like a whole thing of like a vulnerable Dolph Ziggler an emotional Dolph Ziggler. And I thought he fucking nailed this promo. Like he looked like he looked upset. He looked like it was very convincing, good acting from him. The thing of like, here's why I beat it. And and not only that, it's like, he's really vulnerable. He's emotional, but also that leads to the most vicious we've ever seen him also. Yeah. Which is like, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, When people are fired up emotionally, they get extremely violent and volatile. and it makes you want to pay attention and care. That's why, like, he's so... He can be compelling on the microphone, and I... He's, to me, one of the best talkers, because, like, he's... He's good, his pace is there, but also just he makes you want to listen, like, what he's saying. Right. It's the same thing, like, a guy like Samoa Joe. Like, he always has these, like... He has reasoned thinking in his promos where you're like, I can't blame this guy for saying this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Samoa Joe. Great Mike guy. My favorite right now. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 I thought um the writing of why you would beat up Kofi is like it should have been me. It's like Kofi got the rub that he should have gotten. Right, and yeah. it's extremely believable. And they both like aligned through the years, and they've gone at each other for different yeah. belts, like through the years. So, like, how could you? How could he not just be like, "Well, this guy's right next to me this whole time, and he's up here now, and nobody seems to right. care that I'm gone." You know what I mean? I think that's he's great. Yeah. He's he's totally. That's what I want to pay attention to. I want to listen to that because he has a reason for wanting that belt or beating up Kofi or everything. Like that's it's great. Absolutely, and I also think that uh, I think Vince. Look, so he's booked to wrestle for the title at Super Showdown. Mm-hmm. That's a Saudi show, or whatever you know. So it's kind of like a wash pay per view. I don't yeah. know if they titles have changed hands there before. I think that I think uh, Matt Hardy and uh, Bray won the tag titles at the Greatest Royal Rumble or whatever. <laughs> but most of the time, it's a house show. Right. It's a glorified That's house pretty show. Pretty much it. Yeah. So likely, we know Kofi's not going to. The title's not going to change hands there, right? And they're probably going to ride out Kofi through SummerSlam as the champion, probably just to solidify him. And it seems to me their writing is they're they're booking him extremely powerful. Yeah, like he's beat Kevin Owens clean. Um, you know, he beat Daniel Bryan clean. They're yeah. really upping his power level, which yeah. they, which is. A botch they do a lot where they like don't they put someone the champ like Jinder they're the champ but you know they're not really the champ yeah yeah you know and uh, they're actually being like no they're giving him like a run yeah and so um uh uh, what I'm saying is I think that the plan here might be like oh let's have Ziggler win Uh, Ziggler lose at Super Showdown and then he got we elevated Ziggler for a second and then it could be a holdover but I bet Vince saw that promo and was like that was fucking great yeah. That's Absolutely. Like, Who do you see taking that belt from him? Brock. <laughs> no. Mm. Roman? 
Yeah. Well, how do you I it's feel heel, like it's right? going to have to be a heel and it's going to it's got to be the right choice because of like that's that whole build and that story of him getting that belt. Yeah. It's got to be the right guy. They'll probably make they'll fuck up and make it like Lars Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I honestly have no idea. Yeah. How Kofi drops out unless they go like a big E turn or something. Yeah. Well, but. that's because also like I don't want to be that dude who like stamps out that story. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's going to have to be someone, I would think somebody like Samoa Joe or something, who's like not going to make any bones about it. Right. And but he'll have a good I reason. he's technically on Raw, but I can't even tell what show these wild guys card, are on. man. Wild card. Yeah, wild card, right? Wild I mean, who rule. cares? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Brock, the thing, you can always have Brock win because yeah. it'll piss people off, but like, it's like, that's all Brock does is piss people off. His his, yeah. his purpose is to yeah. piss you off. I'm curious. I doubt that anything with him coming back is going to change. Right. Like, I don't think he's going to be, like, there week in, week out. I would like that because then I would actually, like, pay attention to him more or, right. like, not roll my eyes whenever he comes out, you know? Right. Because, like, it's that whole thing where it's, like, it's, you know, these special appearances by Brock Lesnar and then what's going to happen. I always like his matches. I always do. I'm big Brock Mark. Yeah. I, I, I was so, I, he's just magic. When you see him, he's just, he's special. He's a natural, man. Yeah. It's, and he's huge and he's really agile. I've, I don't know yeah. if I, aside from maybe like that Goldberg match, like uh, from years and years ago, that WrestleMania one at Madison Square Garden, I don't know if 20, I've yeah. seen a shitty Brock Lesnar match. No, I mean, some people are like, oh, it's the same thing over and over. And then sometimes I'm like, I, sometimes I'm like, is that, do you really feel that way, or is that one of those like lazy talking points I call right. them? Like where um, you want to say something and you're like, "Oh, okay, I can go against this." Yeah. It's similar to the we, we, earlier we were talking about Game of Thrones, and you're like, "Yeah," and, and you're like, "Oh, are you really upset that people didn't like it, or you want to just go against everybody?" Right. Yeah, you're like, "It was clearly bad." So when you start going like, "Oh, a bunch of people upset about this," you're like, "Are." Do you care that they're yeah. upset? They're, I think they're rightfully upset about a show they invested like 12 years in. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also, you can make the argument, whatever. But uh, 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 you're like, Brock, are you really uh, are you really bored of like 15 German suplexes? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Or like how, like every opponent that he has, how is he going to stack up? That's like where I'm often hooked in. Yeah, it's like, like, how do these make these matches believable? Right. Because most guys he wrestles, he could beat up in one punch in real yeah. life. Yeah. He could kill. Right. Like, I don't, that's why, like, booking Kofi Kingston against him is like, uh, he might, it might as well be a kid. You know what I mean? Like, I know. He'd eat him for lunch. How do they, but I mean, he could, like, stuff pancakes down his pants. He could. Like, that is but even, like, the smaller guys have, like, held their own, like, styles or, like, that Brian. Like, those yeah. two matches were incredible. Yeah. Those and were Finn. awesome. And Finn, Finn match yeah. is real good. Yeah, because they all it is is like you just have to make it and tell the story where, like, they're figuring out how to beat him. A lot of it's nut punches. Yeah. But they're figuring it out. You know what I mean? Uh, and then and then Brock fucking fucked him up so bad. Like out of that Kimura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. like yeah. Ragdoll. It was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. And, and the best part about Brock is that you really believe that he doesn't care about anybody. Yeah. So when he is like put he's he's working real stiff and you think he'll he'll suplex a guy on their head. He, he one of those suplexes that Daniel Bryan was like Really vicious. Yeah, I was. That was like. Yeah, and ah. you know he's not saying sorry. He's already no. left the arena by no. the time they're at a fucking a the ambulance. I don't know. There's also <laughs> something that tells me he's he could be aside from like those kinds of like things. Right. I think he could be also one of the safest workers just because he's so strong. Right. But I think it's that there's. But he's also no bullshit. So he'll tag you. Like right. you remember that that uh, Braun Strowman. He just. 
He clunked oh, him yeah, that way. He good. punched him right in you the know? head. Yeah. So like, I think he'll like as long as you like stay within your lane. Yeah. You know, he'll take care of you. But if you don't, he's gonna toss you around and hurt you. Brock Lesnar could beat the shit out of Braun Strowman, right? Like easy. I would think so. Only in the sense because I would imagine. Braun Strowman isn't like a disciplined fighter. Yeah, or a grappler. he's not a disciplined fighter at all. Yeah. But like, that's another thing about Brock. He's that he can actually. There's no one on the roster who he who he can't actually beat up. No, the only person I would think would have somewhat of a chance would be Samoa Joe. Right. Just because I think he's got a thick skull and right. like, and he's big. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think Samoa Joe feels much pain. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is there anybody who can even? Like the only guy you could think of is like if Ken Shamrock was still around yeah. in his like prime, yeah, like, like guys be, like that, yeah, uh, <laughs> like Dan, Dan Severn. Severn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was just all the the, yeah. the guys that came over. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Um, uh, I apologize to the new listeners for the uh, beat down up top, um, or you know that kind of interruption here, and uh, that's going to be handled. And I hope you for figure the, that out. Uh, yeah, for the cow hunter, whatever you're called out there. Why don't you come at me fair and square one time and uh, stop with the sneak attacks. Stop being a little bitch. All right. And mm. I'm sorry to, you know, get uh, explicit here. But um, uh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, sorry about that. The show's normally runs a lot smoother yeah. than that. And uh, head over to the, the, the Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Get access to our bonus episodes right now. Me and Phil are going to be breaking down all things AEW that we haven't covered. Go through the double or nothing card. Make our predictions. Talk about being the elite. Road to double or nothing and all AEW news that we didn't cover on this episode. Uh, support the show. Remember Monday, our fitness episode, uh, Cal Lifestyle episode will come out on the free on the main feed. You can check that out. Uh, part two, the feedback on that was awesome. And I'll be releasing my Cal Mania match versus Adam Letterman for everybody to see uh, on YouTube on Monday. Incredible so, match. A lot, a lot. Thank you. Thank you. A lot happening here in Cal. We're doing a lot. We're giving you a lot with very limited resources. So considering being a patron, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. And everybody, hey, enjoy Double or Nothing. Go on fight.com, fight TV, whatever. Figure out how to get this thing. I'm not exactly sure. They say they have pay-per-view, but can I get it through an Apple TV? I have no idea. I don't know. Just do it legit. Support. Support it. I'm going to be watching it, hopefully live, but I'll, I'll be ordering it and paying for it this weekend. Likewise. And I'm really, really excited for it. Uh, and everybody, hey, enjoy it. It begins the wrestling revolution Begins now. Keep watching wrestling. Keep supporting wrestling. Kisses. Kisses. <laughs> Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Thursday when I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy Production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.